I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. I can't even. I'm so I'm laughing already. This is going to be a good one. All right, folks. Indy Road Course behind us. SVG didn't go back to back for all, to all the betters' dismay. He had all the wagers or all the action, all the handle. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Latart. We got the professor via Zoom. We got the chopper in house. We got producer Trav, who who's part of the broadcast, but he he sits uh, three offices down. I'm not sure if that's by design, but we got a lot to cover before we get to Watkins Glen. We're going to get to Watkins Glen. Uh, because, you know, the stars are aligning for one name, but we have a lot to cover from Indy. Where should we even start is the real question. So the first thing is, Chop, let's go over your bet sheet before we get into all the other BS. Big win on McDowell. Big win. Yeah. Top 10 sweeper in the L column. Yeah, that wasn't good. Matchups 50-50? Yeah, 50-50, small plus. Got to love my 500 club guys. Oh, you're betting on all the 500 clubs. You said, I don't know if I like those guys. My man Burton and Gillen to the victory column. You know, 37 beats 36th. I, I, was, <laughs> I was wondering. I won't lie. Haley, corner five, lap one, gets Joey Logano off into the fence, right? Yep. And I'm, I'm like, I wonder who Chop had in this. Yep. And then I was like, oh, Gillen. So, unfortunately, I didn't Rick Allen it verbally, but I mentally Rick Allen it. Because I'm like, oh, well, that's a win. I was thinking in my head. And then, you know, I'm in the race. I'm calling the race. I'm calling the race. And all of a sudden, Gillen hits. And I don't think anything of it. And on the flight home, I was like, oh, let's see how Chop did. And I'm like, oh, where did Gillen finish? And I had to go back in the running order oh, yeah. to see where that Bottom was. Bob list. 37 beats 38 there. I think it was 36 beats 37th. Oh, boy. That's a W. Uh, now, in what's the bet? Big win for uh, me, stage one and race winner. I've taken the lead. We're going to get to that in a little bit. You've won um, two of those stage uh, win a stage when the race bets. Yeah. That's kind of your thing. Jav, I've done this before. 30 years I've watched this racing thing. Well, your other things that you say would argue you're otherwise. Still negative for the year. No, no. I'm plus, but No, plus he's, he's plus, plus now. I'm the only positive guy. All right, till this week. Yeah, till, well, that's true. This win's in protest, though. We'll, we'll talk about it. Why? Hey, whoa, 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 yeah. You, sir, cannot speak. Matter of fact, Trav, you're going to have to mute him. Well, you know why we're going to have to mute him? Because for the smartest guy on the pod, I don't know why. Can you call Apple and figure out how to damn mute your phone or your text messages? Well, how am I going to know if somebody's contacting me if it's muted? Well, the whole world doesn't need to know. They're calling in door bumper clear to get your damn IT figured out. 
You can't block a, an hour a week. <laughs> an hour? I mean, tell it, Phil it, Parsons he's going to be okay for an hour. For an hour, he won't have to talk to you. Yeah. Well, if Trav stops texting me during the pod, we'd be fine. It didn't work. I sent him a text, and it did not ding. So whatever he did this week compared to last week, you're lucky, Russ. Though when they asked about it on DBC, I did not give your name up. I was going to wait till we gave you crap. They can't give you crap. We're allowed to give you crap. That's fine. We got so much to cover. Should we get right in the bets? We we had a small win with Dale Jr. on Medium Plus. I'm not here to gloat, but I appreciate that the that Medium Plus has been conceded as a real thing. Um, I had a lit. I might have to go back and apologize to McDowell. I did apologize by text. Say, you hey. should have had him on the podcast like Denny did. <laughs> I didn't realize that all of Dirty Mo Media said the guy can't win. I mean, that's pretty cold. That is cold. I have two weeks in a row, though, because if you go back a couple weeks, I had something to say about Busher, then I had something to say about McDowell. Um, so I'm going to sit right here and be, you know, just like Dale Jr. will concede medium plus, I will concede that I was inaccurate with both drivers. I said they were both going to run good, but they couldn't win. They both proved me wrong. It's kind of like the reverse Rick Allen effect. That's like I say they can't hard. win, they go to victory lane. Tell him I'm gonna have a good day on the golf course, will you? That's what I say. Next time, chops my partner. I'm like, chop, you stink. You can't make a, you can't make a spot. Maybe that's the motivation. I'm, I'm that's going what I for. get from Denny all the time, though. That is. But those, he means it. Those are Denny's pep talks. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, how about a launch chair? Was there a launch chair this yeah. week? Yeah, it was you. Oh. oh uh, how many better chop put it on his sheet? <laughs> how many betters did you put in the wrong direction by saying McDowell couldn't win? He flipped himself he, on Sunday morning. He sent me a text that said the 34 was there. See? Or was that you? That was me. That Russell? Was, that was Russell, ah, actually. Okay, you're right. I can't take the credit. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was good. McDowell was good. Uh, I'll take the launch chair award. Two weeks in a row. I would call. I would say BS if it was one McDowell shot, but it was Busher and McDowell, so two in a row. I, I'm happy to take the launch chair. But I do. I went on a rant last week about code words. That got a little traction. Apparently, everybody's a little sensitive about code words. I didn't know that was a thing. So my rant this week is, for all y'all that didn't like the damn indie race, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's, that's look, do I think a caution with 20 to go would have made it probably more exciting for the casual race fan? Yes. But it was old school racing. We had a yellow. We didn't make up yellows. We actually held the caution flag. The 38 could have been a yellow, but he slid off track. It was unnecessary. It didn't endanger anyone. And I love the old school racing. I love that you dropped a green. We ran 77 green flag laps, two pit stops, a pit cycle. I don't want this every week, so let me be clear. But it was kind of nice to see it not manipulated, not double file restart. And I think some of these young drivers need to learn the lesson that there isn't a automatic, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like a, you know, like a freebie or a gimme. Like, no, no, man. If you make a mistake, normally now, if you make a mistake, oh, free pass, double fire restarts. We have all mm-hmm. these ways to get back in the race. Not this one, man. You make a mistake, or don't even make a mistake. Poor Ty, Ty Gibbs didn't make a mistake. Ty Gibbs got absolutely shipped in the first corner on the restart, and then he put up a masterful drive to drive back into the top 15. I like the old school racing. I don't need it 36 weeks. There's my rant for the week. It was code words last week. It's old school racing this week. So I have a question for you, Steve. We're, we're going to another road course. This Could we see the same thing, or is this course different that we won't, do you think? So let's look ahead. Watkins Glen, uh, the Talladega of road courses. I mean, we're talking almost 190 miles an hour into the, sh- into the uh, backstretch bus stop. This place is fast. I mean fast. 
uh, but it doesn't have much runoff. Turn one, paved. I, well, let me rephrase it. It doesn't have much gravel in the runoffs. Turn one, paved. Bus stop, paved. The left-hander, paved. So there are walls to hit. We could easily have a one or, one or two race, you know, caution-filled race. It, it could it could go green start to finish. And I don't think it will. That would really shock me back-to-back. Yep, but there it is this, next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, but Where do I bet that? But, hey, I'm I'm okay with it. Like, show up on Saturday, qualify good, and run to the front. I think the green flag racing helped McDowell. His pit stops were both about a second off of the bigger guys with more money. Um, but I'm not – I mean, McDowell just damn stood there in, in a heavyweight fight and traded blows. And at the end, Chase Elliott was the guy closing. Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty captivating last lap. Yeah, it wasn't a bad – it was a good race. I mean – and listen, and let me tell you, Chop will tell you if it isn't. Yeah, I got a lot of emojis for that. He does. I get an emoji. I look down at my phone, <laughs> and it'll be like a big yellow flashing or him asleep. And he's like, I need something. But I didn't get that in Indy. So, you, no, so green good. flag, you're okay with it. Yeah, short. That was nice. It is. That is a good thing. Those, those caution laps on those road courses are brutal. Oh, the professor loves them. He loves those long yellows. Gran Turismo, based on a true story, is a movie about a team of unlikely underdogs, a struggling working-class gamer, a failed former race car driver, and an idealistic motorsport executive. Together, they risk it all to take on the most elite sport in the world. Directed by Neil Bloomkamp, the movie features an incredible cast led by David Harbour, alongside Orlando Bloom, Jaiman Honsu, Jerry Hollowell Horner, and Archie Medequi as Jan Martinborough. Some of the most famous racing competitions in the world are recreated through the use of actual Nissan GTs, drones, and practical effects. The racing sequences are so realistic that the real-life Jan Martinborough himself actually served as a stunt driver for the film. This is a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. It's an inspiring, thrilling, and action-packed movie that proves nothing is impossible when you're fueled from within. Gran Turismo, based on a true story, is exclusively in theaters this August 25th. With special sneak previews this weekend, get your tickets today. Rated PG-13. Check out the trailer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, listen. Let's move ahead. Let's get into the predictor. And I'm just going to start by, Professor, if Chase Elliott isn't at the top of your predictor, then I don't know what damn numbers you used because everything in the NASCAR world, both statistically and fan base wise, this is like a lunar eclipse, a solar eclipse. Haley's comment all coming together at once. He he's so he's so high in the predictor that he is the only one in tier one this week. That's never happened, probably. Nope, this is a first. It, it, the numbers are just out of control with him. So he's won the pole for the last two races. There, he's won two of the last four races. There, um, his worst finish there is fourth. Um, he's got the, the best average finish of all drivers on road courses, best average finish at Watkins Glen. What else do you want? Hey, and you know what McDowell said? The guy who just won, he said, Chase Elliott's the best road course racer in the field. Yep. Not my words. Those are McDowell's. I'm like, well, since he just whipped everybody's butt, I'm going to listen to him. Yeah, I think we can wrap the pod. So, look, I do want to have this conversation. Chase Elliott has yet to win in the next-gen car. 
This will be his 10th start, but now he has six top fives. I mean, so I know he is, hasn't won, but, man, he, he is – and I think I was a little guilty of this. We talked about this last week. I'm like, Chase isn't what it was. He is definitely short on wins, but he runs dang good but it, in this But his speed's a lot better. He, That's the other thing. Is he, is the, first, re- the first part when he came back, he didn't have the speed to get there. Mm-hmm. Now the last few races, he's had the speed. He's, things are aligning, right? I mean, he just, he's just faster than he was. All right, so Chase Elliott is the absolute favorite. But if we're only going to talk about one guy, then we might as well not have a pod. We could have put that on a tweet. So let's go ahead and talk about well, – let's talk about tier two. Who do we got? Let me have some names. Reddick, Larson, Busher. <clears throat> you disagree with any of those? Reddick was good in Indy. Yep. Uh, Larson, he wasn't bad. He drove up inside the top ten. Well, he won the last two races at Watkins Glen. I'm just thinking back a week. I'm trying to decide. Okay. Okay. I was waiting for him. He That was my big pick last week, and I was waiting for him to so kick it in. So here's the struggle with the, with the race that we had. You just don't know. Yeah. Like, if you have a yellow with 25 to go, and they all jumble up too wide, like, is that where Larson capitalizes, or is that where McDowell falters? Is that where Chase Elliott takes control of the race? I mean, that's kind of what I mean by it was an old-school race, which is there was no moments, right? Like, it was... It was a, a it was really a four day or well two day body of work for McDowell. So, all right, so I can get by Reddick, Larson, and Bush. Yeah. So back to the Larson thing. He was eighth fastest in in speed at, at Indy, and he finished eighth. Yeah. Reddick was good. Yep. Reddick was really good. He didn't, didn't have any pit pit issues this week, did he? Nope. No, the only guy really with pit issues. Um, we had a wave of penalties early, which were a bunch of cars that weren't really in the mix anyway. Uh, and then Suarez had a slow stop. So no Suarez in Tier 2, huh? No, we'll get him in, in Tier 3. How close were you to putting Reddick in his own tier? Because he seems like there's a gap between him and Larson and Busher, though. Well, so he's pretty inconsistent when it comes. Like, his... Um... He's the Coda magic machine. Yeah, so like at Sonoma in in Chicago, he finished 28th and 33rd. But I'm good with that because neither of those are the Glen. So if I had to focus a little bit more in NASCAR, we've always looked at road courses as one bucket because we've only had a couple or three or four. Now we have so many, I really think you can start chopping them up. And I would put Indy, Coda, the Glen. Man, the Roval's kind of a mix. I'd put Sonoma with the street course. Am I missing one? What am I missing? That's it. That's the six of them. So, Stevie, the other thing with Reddick, he's qualified top five in every race on the in the next-gen car. The no stage cautions, when, you, when I look at this predictor, the no stage cautions takes out all the BS. Like, man, you're going to have to be fast. Like, you're not going to just fudge your way up there. Mm-hmm. Now we can still get an oddly timed yellow that can put some strategy into it, but you're going to just have to be fast. So the guys that qualify well should be near the top of the predictor. All right, Reddick, Larson, Busher, give me tier three. This one surprised me a little bit. It's a big tier, uh, and there's some names in here I thought would be higher. Almondinger, McDowell, Bell, Byron, Truex, Kyle Busch, and Suarez. So this is one of those weeks, and I hate to make excuses. I could throw a blanket over all those guys. Um, Dinger is right now the biggest mystery to me. Yeah, but he he was fast though at any road course when it didn't matter. No, he was fast the whole time. I disagree. Where would he finish? 
He finished 26. I don't think I ever heard him on the broadcast once. Here's what happened. I'll just say it. He was slow on Saturday. He was slow in qualifying. He started in the back. He lost his mind. He got in a shoving contest with Blaney. Blaney disposed of him and dumped him. And then he something happened, and the run he put in after being spun by Blaney was ma- like it was winning speed. It was mm. unbelievable speed. So, but the problem is, I can assure you, spinning it out didn't bend something the right way. Like, where was that speed all weekend long? I look. I think he's distracted, and it's okay, right? His wife is very pregnant. She was due like ten days ago. This isn't a knock. Like, this is actually a, a compliment for race car drivers. They are still humans. Like, he's got a yeah. lot going on, right? So, so you know, I just think that we aren't all our best all the time. All right, I'll give I'll give a dinger a pass. But if he if he qualifies outside the top twenty at the Glen, then he then you just go ahead write this down, Travis. If Dinger isn't top twenty qualifying, put the college car on the lawn chair on the desk. So you're saying Dinger can't win? Is that what you want to say? But you're too scared to? No, no. Here's the problem: Dinger absolutely can win. But that Dinger we had in Indy can't. That Dinger can't win. That that and that's a little bit of my problem. Like. Dinger at Road America was the easiest Xfinity Series layup known to man. Control pit stops. All you have to do is give them a car that stops and goes, and they didn't do that. They had brake issues. So I just, I'm going to tell you right now, A.J. Allmendinger, there's enough question mark around Dinger and the cars he's sitting in that this is awful to say, but I'm going to let him, if I'm chop, I'm letting him beat me before I bet on him. I just, man, he just, I just don't see it. I feel better about I mean, look at the. How about this? These are guys that always show up. Bush shows up every week at a road course to be at least okay. Christopher Bell has speed. Uh, I think William Byron is actually the one no one's going to talk about. He, I think he might have had the best car in Indy. Um, hmm. Started, passed through on the field, drove all the way through the field. So, but I'm, but I'm lacking Ty Gibbs, man. Where's Ty, so Ty Gibbs didn't even make tier three. Nope. All right, so tier four. Go ahead. This is going to be cold. This is going to hurt Chop's feelings on him. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even know why he's this high. But Denny, Harvick, Bowman, Chastain, Cindric, Logano. Okay, okay, hold on. Surely Harvick and Hamlin can't be the same tier. Yeah, they're they're both not very good lately on road courses. I don't know what to say. Sorry, Chop. I get it. I didn't bet him last week. That says a lot. There you go. When Hamlet doesn't show up on the card, it says a lot about where... I took one long shot that Suarez would have a problem. I had him plus plus 200, you know, for plus 200 on a long shot. So let's talk about that one. So you you had uh, Hamlin over Suarez, but you were purely looking at the juice. Like, you expected Suarez to run better. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, Hamlin doesn't have a top 10 in this car on a road course. His average finish is 20th in this car on a road course. Our man almost fell out of his chair. Go ahead, That's say it again. What was the first stat? Back-to-back yeah. polls, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no top tens in this car. So all that Reddick training isn't helping him? <laughs> that, that tutoring he's getting? It, it didn't help here. Um, We could keep going, but do we need to? Blaney, Kozlowski, Briscoe. Briscoe, Briscoe. Man, Briscoe was good last week. You got him 21st. Yeah, well, but he's he hasn't been good. That's his first good star next to him jones haley stenhouse stenhouse dale jr might have had the (laughs) actual absolute quote of the entire broadcast so he ran into jensen and then shipped kamui yeah and dale says 
He said, ah, oh, maybe like three more. He's going to get inter- every international driver. He goes, you know, the hat trick or something. We just started. It was so much laughter in the booth, we couldn't talk. We were silent for a little while. He was banging it to I mean, him. It was uh, it the was good old boy from Mississippi going to show those internationals. It, it, was, an, it was an absolute battle. <laughs> Uh, Almarola, LaJoy, Gilliland, Burton, Ty Dillon, Rockefeller, slow start, actually finished okay. Balicki, Lally, Yaley. I mean, I, what do we need to talk about before we go to the Why offense? don't we have so many, Just, I mean, just Rockefeller? Where's all the other ringers? So I don't week? know for sure, but I'm guessing there's some schedule conflicts maybe. I mean, I, I honestly don't have the answer to that. Um, you know, the other thing is I would tell you that I think this is probably going to be the hardest one for a road course guy to come in because this is the road course that all of the cup guys have seen the most. Oh. So this is like the back of their hand. It's not very technical. Um, I, I shouldn't say it. it's. It's much less technical than anything we've seen. It is about carrying momentum, carrying speed. It's what all these guys do. It races a little like an oval, as dumb as that may sound, because it doesn't look anything like it. But you know, turn one is ninety degrees and sweeping. The S's, the but like the bus stop is the only area that I think the road course guys excel. Like when Ambrose used to be there, that was. I mean, he'd sit on the pole. And he would be average everywhere, and he would be a standout through the bus stop because that is real. Um, so you got to turn right to get in, turn left, and then turn right to get back into the carousel. So that's like a very non-NASCAR-style switchback of corners. And the road course guys excel there. But like the long carousel, man, the cup guys are like they know part throttle, waiting on the car to turn. The, I just don't think the track suits them. I mean, is that fair, Professor? Would you take the same sort of assessment? Oh, yeah. It's a NASCAR-looking road For course. For sure. All the runoffs, you don't even try to make turn one. You get to the middle and you blow curb left. You know, it's kind of like like coming out of the carousel, you blow over the curb. Yeah. It's just very, which I like it, but it's definitely different. All right, so the predictor is what we thought. Let's just talk about him. we got to talk about him. DraftKings has Chase Elliott plus 330 to win. All signs point to Chase Elliott. Is 330 enough juice? It is this week. So you would never, you can't not be on it. No, I, I mean, I, I texted you three-quarters of the way through the race last week and said, my hammer bet next week is Elliot. You did. <laughs> Middle of the race, I saw a hammer flash, and I'm like, what is this? I looked down, and he goes, I'm already at the Glen. It's Chase Elliott at the Glen. You, you yeah. hammer him. Yeah. With All the right. speed and that, that track. I mean, I, yeah. In fact, it, we might only bet, man, a couple guys to win. Put all I, the mo- I'd rather fair. put 10 units on Elliot just, and see where it goes. I mean, I hate, I hate to... 330 is so tough at a 36-car field, but gosh darn it, it seems to all be lining up for Chase Elliott. So let's just focus on everything else then. Is there anyone else that really excites you? You have Reddick, Larson, Busher as our Tier 2 drivers. You have Larson 6-1, to one, Reddick 7.5-1. to one. I mean, you know, Busher is the long shot at 20-1. to one. Tier 3 drivers, Dinger. Gibbs. McDowell's 11-1. to one. Bell. Gibbs 25-1. to one. That's an interesting one. To me, I'm looking at maybe a little on Gibbs and maybe a little on McDowell. The whole back-to-back idea. The Ford's hot. I don't know. I'm not going to say he can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's you know, eleven to one. That's I don't know that, it's that's a little not a lot. Though. Yeah. Busher twenty. I liked Gibbs at twenty-five. Like I said, I thought Byron was really good last week. He's having a hot year. Um. But I'm I'm kind of with you, Chop. It's it's with the ex- expectation of the expectation of Elliott's speed. It's really hard to bet on anyone else to win. 
Yeah, I was looking for Suarez. Where was he? Now I would twelve with, to one with Elliott. I would wait till after qualifying in case he has an issue in qualifying and might right, get was, a little so that was more. That's gonna be my follow up. So at three plus three thirty, if Chase Elliott can't sits get on the worse. pole, can't get sits worse. on the pole. What do you? I mean, what, that's what, it. I mean, I, what, what are they gonna? They won't get any action if they go any lower. Okay, I might. You know, I don't think you're wrong there. So I, I would wait. Like and the I worst would, we're gonna see is maybe goes down to three hundred. I'd or like something. to see him have a. A problem, or not a not a still qualify, but you know, qualify eighth or ninth because he missed a corner or something. You might get a four or five might, to one issue. Yeah, he might be able to increase your odds a little bit. Steve, you mentioned Byron. What's going on with him? He obviously he's had a good year, but he hasn't had a top ten since Atlanta. I think he had top ten speed at Indy. They had three failures in tech. They had to do a pass through shotgun on the field. Um, they weren't good at Richmond. I thought that was a track they were going to be very good at. Um, Pocono and Michigan. What happened to them there? Professor? They were good at Pocono, um, but M- Michigan, Michigan. What happened to him there? Was he he involved in that wreck? Yeah, he was involved in a wreck. Oh, he hit the fence yeah. off turn four, kind of by himself. But I would say- you know, I don't know the answer. Um, listen, he's still. I think he's very dangerous. I think it's a star that's emerging. Um, I actually think this down is actually a good time for Byron. It's like you got to see some resiliency through these things and. And I think what I saw last week, they just kind of kept their heads down and drove that thing back up inside the top 15. I think that's why I'm kind of bullish on Byron this week. Same thing with Gibbs. So I don't hate either of them at 22 to 25 to 1, but, you know, Elliott's still by far the favorite. Racing season is well underway, and it's time to go full throttle. Feel the excitement of every lap like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly no matter what goes down on the track. For instance, this week, you could take Elliott to win at plus 330, or we love McDowell, last week's winner, in Group A, plus 350 in his odds. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code DOE. New customers can bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DOE, D-O-U-G-H, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash terms. Let's talk top tens then. Let's see if we have... Let's talk top. Hold on a minute. I do. I, I, we normally skip over this because I don't love it, but Elliott's numbers are just so monster. You can get even money top three, versus three to one to win. So you you get my question right? Like because it's one thing to get even money top three ten to one to win. You're like, well, I'll just risk it on a win. But yeah. if you're only getting three to one to win, do you ever say, man, you know, maybe? My sense is if he's in the top three, he wins. I'm with you. I mean, because like last it's, week, it took 77 green flag laps for him not to get there. A late restart, something else. Right. You would have thought Elliott would have had would have been maybe flipped. To I the think favorite. the only way he doesn't win if there's some kind of mechanical something goofy happens. All right. So if we keep that theory and we just ignore the top threes, because normally, to your point, the odds are very tough. Top fives, I feel the same way. Top tens are where you found some value. <sighs> the first plus guy though is all the way down in 15th. I've had it with top tens. Well, the problem I have is is I can put. Elliot, Larson, Truex, Reddick, McDowell, Bell, Suarez, Bush, Busher. 
Yeah, you got there's 10. nine that I feel very confident are going to fill up the top ten. Right, and they're all unless you want to bet negative I mean, money, which is it's just I wouldn't do it. I mean, Kyle yeah. Busch broke a motor, right? He was top ten car, broke a motor. Yeah. The only top ten that I think has some interest to me, Professor, give me an argument. I know you don't like him in the predictor, but Chase Briscoe was pretty good at Indy. Is that an Indy only thing for Chase? I know we saw him almost win this race a couple years ago when him and Hamlin got in a shoving contest. So give me Chase Briscoe specifically at the Glen. He, he, he has two starts there and a finish of ninth and 25th. Um, I, what about this this idea? What if we waited and, and see what happens in qualifying, and then if there's any plus guys that qualified well, then we'll take a look at those guys. Or plus guys that qualify, or didn't even qualify well that had speed. Because I would tell you, Briscoe's speed kind of showed up in Indy. I thought Indy practice was actually one of the better practices to kind of hedge who had pace at the road course. Where like did, Suarez what, showed up. Was it on TV? What, what's your what's your what's your face looking? Professor, you know I have. No, it was on the NBC Sports app. Yeah, you know my feelings about that practice and the practice data I had. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I forgot to say this. <laughs> um, so yes, we were on the sports app, which was unfortunate, but it can be found. I wish we were on Pete Carca USA. It's over my head. I have no explanation. But right at the end of practice, I looked at the professor, and I said, "Hey, can you do this?" Nope. Can you tell me this? Nope. Can you tell me this? And he looked at me with a face of disgust. None of the data is coming through. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So thank you for that. All right. The top tens are dead. Let's go to matchups because Chop is a big matchup, man. You know, I was looking for the year. 16 weeks against seven winning in the head-to-heads. We need and, fo- and hasn't it really tipped second half of the year as we get more data? Like we yeah, were a I slow starter. Nine out of the last ten weeks. Yeah, it was positive. a slow starter. Nine out of the ten. Chop, would you would you ever avoid just? I don't think you've ever avoided top ten bets. Would this be a week where you are just like I'm not even yeah. touching top tens? Honestly, top tens. I'm uh, one about seven and twenty or some seven and seven whatever it is. So listen, numbers. I want to see if he listens to the pod again before he puts his bet sheet in because that thing better come with Elliot to win. Yeah, blank on the top tens. Yep. And no. we're getting ready to cannonball in at matchups. We're jumping the matchups. I like it. That's cannonball. Here we go. What could That's go where wrong? Almendinger uh, and Bush. The numbers are going to say Almendinger, and I'm going to say Bush. Um, I would say that the numbers more lean towards Bush. I think it's Bush. I think Almendinger's faster at the road courses, but he is not. His overall group have a hard time executing as good as the Kyle Bush group does. I yeah. would take Bush. Not Bush, a hammer or nothing, especially with but your, I would hinge Bush. Your dinger. Like you I, know, I mean, he's got baby wife. Issues, a lot yeah. going on, right? right? Like, yeah. Uh, Two X versus Elliot. I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole because Elliot's minus one fifty. Ain't happening. I bet you could end up finding a better bet with Elliot in a head to head, other than True X somewhere. You may have to pay big juice. Yeah, yeah, big juice for sure. Uh, Reddick and Larson. Okay, I think this is totally disrespectful to Tyler Reddick. Absolutely. I know Larson's <laughs> won the last two at Watkins Glen, but Tyler Reddick at plus one ten. Come on, Professor. Yeah, I just think when you look at it, it's Watkins Glen, it, it's, it makes it a little different. Like zoom out. Use your new fancy tool and put Coda, Indy, and the Glen together. Okay, so just those? Yeah, take out Sonoma and take out the street course. Uh, the Roval, I'm um, hit or miss. I don't know what to do with the Roval. Let's just leave it out for a minute. So I did Coda, Watkins Glen, Indy Road Course. Yep. 
And it's got Tyler Reddick pretty much all green. But then if so you I go take just Watkins Glen, if you go just Watkins Glen, it, it's a little different. Yeah, it's Larson all green. Yes. I agree. So so I think Reddick at plus money though. He's pretty good at the road courses yeah. now. I think the stats aren't right. I mean, listen, what we're saying is what you just said. So if the stats say Larson at the Glen, Reddick, the ones I just listed, if you want my opinion, my opinion would be Reddick versus Larson should be a coin flip. You get Reddick at plus money. So I'm taking it. That would be on my list. Blaney and Chastain. Boy, I don't even know what to make of that. It's Chastain. That's what they got. That's what they got, yeah. I hate to say this, but this next one might be... Chop, Sindrick versus Hamlin. Can you go against any? It's not even is close. That even possible? It's not even close. Oh, it, it might be that. It's Sindrick in a landslide? Sindrick in a landslide. Landslide. Yeah, I'm taking it. Oh, boy. Hey. Like in next gen, it's nine yeah. to one. He's finished better than him. Okay, so back so there, this that, up. That's Hold a hammer. A that's a hammer. Excuse me, action is detrimental. We would like to bring you into the conversation and let you know in your 10 next-gen starts, Austin Sindrick has outrun you nine times. <laughs> Crickets. Right, professor? Uh, that's, that's what I'm seeing, yes. Where's the one-time Hamlin outran him? Hold on. Wait. Sindrick have an issue? <laughs> if he did, then this is going to be so good. This is the Roval. Last year at the Roval. Dude, if we're gonna not bet a nine to one favorite getting plus money, then we then we're not even then we might as well not look at stats. That's the hammer of the hammers. It's the hammer of hammers. I agree. We're gonna hammer against the Hamlin. Oh boy. Make it no make some t shirts, print some hats. That might be that might be the title of the podcast. There you oh, go. Boy. It'll be my first title. Byron nice. versus Gibbs. I'm not, I'm avoiding this one because they both had to come through traffic last week. They were both really, really good. I think it's going to say Byron over Gibbs is what the stats are going to say, but I think Gibbs is getting better. It, it's How much as is close it as you get. Yeah, I'm avoiding that one because yeah. I do think they're both good. Harvick and Logano, okay. Can we ask what happened to Joey Logano last week? Is that fair to ask? Like, Joey Logano was a spectacular race car driver, two-time champ. And what happened with him in um, – Haley, I can understand. He kind of jumped the curb. Like it, I get that part. But then the next time at the turn one, man, he missed it by three car lengths and cannonballed the 12. Almost Larson did. <laughs> he did. He almost had a, quote, mechanical failure is what yeah. happened to Larson. Um, it's, it's Harvick, but it's not by much. I can't do that. Even money now. No. Bell and Suarez, same thing. You can't do it. Suarez, that's a practice bet. Uh, let's get down here to some other sports book. Oh, you don't agree? No, no. Oh, I was, was going to say, because Bell's no, usually no. pretty fast, but Suarez, I'm going to give Suarez credit. I think he had the winning car at Indy. He lost five seconds on a pit stop, ran it down. He ran McDowell down five seconds in that final run. You know, didn't matter. But then he got out and swallowed his pride and said, we win as lose as a team. Like, he's saying all the right things. So, yeah. I mean, Suarez is actually a... Maybe I, I don't know how about dark horse, but I think Suarez has to be considered. Elliot Truex, Bush Harvick. We got none of the new. Let's see if there's any more new ones here. How about that Bowman and Hamlin? Ooh, oh, he's thinking fade so, Hamlin right well, now. Yeah. I see, the, I see the boat he's getting in. If I'm gonna jump in it. I'm gonna get all the way in it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna get eye rolled and brought up on another podcast, seven two in the next gen car. 
Bowman. There plus you go. Money. All right, we got it. What else can we get against him? <laughs> Sounds like a fade Hamlin. Fade Hamlin sort of week. Don't there, tell Oh, him. look at that. Busher oh. and Hamlin. Oh, come on. That's not even. It, it, that's got to be nine. nine that's going to be nine, 10 and 0. Nine to one. Oh. Poor DH. <laughs> this is. This is going. This is going on a DH slide. No, I'm jumping no, no, in the no, boat. No, no, both no, feet. No, uh, Fade Hamlin week. Oh boy, he's going to be coming on the pod next week. I could feel it. Fade Hamlin. Fade Hamlin. Call Ronnie Hats and get a hat made. <laughs> Fade Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Group A: McDowell three fifty, Bell three eighty. I mean that I, seems like a lot. I mean that's. Let's just put this in perspective. Chase Elliott is such a favorite in the race, then you can get longer odds for Michael McDowell to beat three other guys than for Chase Elliott to beat the field. Yeah. I like McDowell there in, in Group A. I don't hate riding the hot hand. gets good odds. I mean, it's... Three and a half to one is pretty good. He's he, only like 11-1 to win the race. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Reddick, Suarez, Bush, Dinger. I like Suarez at 290. Yep. Busher, Hamlin, Byron Gibbs. Well, that's really a three-man group because you've already <laughs> faded Hamlin. Yep. Now it's Busher, Byron, and Gibbs. I like Busher. I mean, he's super consistent. Like, I don't yeah. think Busher will actually be as fast or faster than Byron and Gibbs, but but he just finds his way to the finish of all these races. That has some yep. value. Yep. Bowman, Sendrick, Harvick, Chastain. I can't get a ball board with that at all. No boy, no. What was anything about Kozlowski? He's just not a road racer, right? So Keselowski has two seconds in his career. He definitely wouldn't call himself a road course. I'm going to give his uh, team great props for pitting at lap three and running to the end of stage two and get him some points. Because let me just mm-hmm. let me give you a little snapshot of what's going on. We have three people currently in the playoffs without wins. Brad and Harvick, and then Bubba. Bubba did a fine job, finished 18th. That's kind of like... Expected, was, right? That's what yeah, they wanted, kinda, right? It's above where I probably would have put him. Right? Yeah. He's got a little uphill battle again this week. So, but the fear is, if Chase Elliott does win this race, yeah, then going to Daytona, it'll be Keselowski and Harvick, who I had in on points four weeks ago. Now, a new winner at Daytona would eliminate one of them, mm. which is like these are two teams that I was ready to put in. The, I'm like, oh, just put their names in yellow, like they're in, yeah. And it just shows you how quick it could slip away. Um, and going to Daytona, all, if you throw Bubba in the mix, all three of those guys could. I mean, heck, could I mean, win. Justin Haley could win. Yeah. Gilliland. I mean, yeah. like, like, like Bubba. Dylan won last year. Like, yeah. Almarola. Like, there's a lot of guys that Almarola's won at Daytona. So I only say that because that call for Kez to get the stage points, I don't think hurt them at all in the race finish. And they bucketed seven stage points. It was impressive. Really no different than Hamlin getting the stage win for one playoff point. Yeah. Um, I think we're done with groups. You need anything else, Professor? You all fuzzy? How about manufacturers? Chevy is the favorite, obviously, because it's Elliott and Larson that they like. Ford, you got to think McDowell. Uh, the next best Ford is probably Bush, sure. Toyota has a bunch stacked in there, right? Truex, Reddick, Bell. I don't think there's any value. I think it's a Chevy. I, same thing. You're kind of betting against them. Chevy. If any bet up here, but it's a lot of juice, is the only bet I think up here that could be a winner is Toyota over Ford. I like take the Chevy out of the mix. Yeah. But you have to pay minus 190. But you're really racing against McDowell, and you got Truex, Radic. You got a lot of kind of 
Yeah. Bullets in they that got Busher and, you know, what, know last, what, four weeks? The How about of... Top Chevy? Is this where you fade, Elliot, right here? You don't get a lot of odds, right? Larson is a Who would you take? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you take Larson or maybe Suarez, I guess. Maybe, but the 550? No, 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 no. Toyota? <laughs> yeah, we can move along. Top Ford? Hey, this is some disrespect. I guess they think McDowell's going to be that good. I don't think they're wrong. Professor, you're silent. You can't find no value. Sometimes the books just sharpen their pencils. I think back-to-back road courses hurt us. I think they just got a little glimpse at it. Like, you know, it's fresh yeah. in their mind. Stage one and race, plus 350. That was a good bet last week. Stage two and race, plus 300. Um, I love stage one and race again. No stage yellows. Stage one is 20 laps. They're all just going to run right through stage one. There's no fancy nothing about it. There's no forget about it. That's You're better just, odds than last week, right? What did you yeah, get last week? Yeah, 300 last week. Yeah. This is 350, and I think 350, I think at Watkins Gun, it's a better bet. I think stage one and race is the bet. I don't like stage two. Because I think what's going to happen, I'd run this race by running. It's 2040, right, Professor? 2040, then 90. All right, so 2040, 90, get my notes out here. I can run, call it 30 to 35 on fuel, 90, back it up, back it up. Yeah, I don't like stage two. Because I think what's going to happen is there'll be some yellows early and somebody's going to do what Brad did. And I think there's a lot of ways different guys can win stage two. two. But I love stage one in the race. I actually think that would be worth a bet. Yeah, because you can't pit before uh, that, that and, and win, basically. I mean, you can, but it's unnecessary. We do have a couple uh, props that Elliot's involved with. What do you think of those? Ooh. So here's an interesting one. Let's go with the either to win Reddick or Elliot. You're getting Elliot at three to one. If you put Reddick in the mix as well, you go down to like plus 180. I don't know. I don't know. Just take Elliot. Yeah. Both top five, Byron and Elliot. Now, that's an interesting bet at five to one. I like that. I'm telling you, Byron was good. What was Byron's odds? He's in the 20s. Byron was a 20 to 1 favorite. But this is top five, not top three, right? Top five. Oh, you could yeah. have Elliott win and Byron fifth. Yeah. And, and Chase has been top four there the last four races. So, Well, we're not worried about him in that bet. Agreed. And then you also have Elliott top Chevy McDowell top four for plus 450. Now, there you go. That's another one. I, you know, it's, it's so back to what, the whole point of this podcast, right? If you're in wagering for entertainment, which is what you should be in, that's entertaining. Like, that's an entertaining man because you, you don't it know. It does what take what is a heavily favored option and give you some, some other stuff to root for. That's what I'm saying. I kind of like those. All right. So, um, five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. It starts with the easiest pick on the board. Favorite to win. Chop, you love Elliot. Absolutely. He's the man this week. All right, so we're skipping anybody else to win. Let's get into the matchups. Almendinger and Bush. I think Almendinger would normally be the favorite, but I think we're all leaning Bush with the recent performance. Yeah. Uh, Reddick and Larson. Disrespect to the man Reddick. He's plus money. I know Larson's won two in a row or two races at the Glen. Um, I still think Reddick for the plus money. Plus money. I don't think you can avoid that. And then Sindrick over Hamlin. Hammer. Puts a smile on his face. I think the other, the fifth uh, DraftKings bet to watch has got to be Group A. We normally avoid it because we say it's a win, but with Elliott not in it. Larson, Truex, McDowell, Bell. McDowell plus 350 won last week. You're riding the hot hand. Got to. He's only got to beat three guys. There you have it. And Elliott Elliot isn't one of them. So. Yeah, yeah, and Elliott isn't one of them. Five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. All right, it's that time of day. Before we move into Xfinity, or shall we move into Xfinity? 
We better move to Xfinity because I may, I may wager on the Xfinity and the bets to watch. Let's talk about Xfinity. Funny story in Xfinity. Our man, A.J. Amendinger, was in the race, except for he's already run five races. So he's not even legally eligible to run the race. Oh, really? So he was entered in the race, and then someone somewhere, somehow, not didn't, sure. Went, didn't count to five? So I'm not sure what happened, but now Bush is in the race. Um, <laughs> now Bush is the favorite. Okay. I don't think that's crazy. Gibbs won last week at plus 250. Bowman's in the favorite. We got heavy hitters on heavy hitters. Um, what says you, Professor? Well, I think it's interesting. You, they were able to replace Almondinger with Bush. Like, that's not a bad replacement if you have to replace him. No, no. If you have to go to the bullpen, yeah. it's not too bad to go from one Cy Young winner to the other. Hey, yeah, let's get our, let's get our other Cy Young award winner out. Yeah, yeah but I think it's, it, you know, you got to look at Gibbs. He waxed him last weekend. Like, that's, like, this is, this is a Gibbs weekend for me in Xfinity. I have to agree. I mean, he waxed him. I just don't nothing. You know, Bowman. That's a that's a full on Hendrick car, but they've never won a road course. Um, I I just don't know where else you're gonna go. Custer at nine to I one. To. Allgaier nine to one. Nah. Let's talk matchups. Hemrick Moffat. Tickle those ivories a little bit. I don't know the head head to head tool had every Still. class man. Top right, you just change the class. You can you could go right down. A, there's another class in NASCAR's Premier Series, but I don't know what it is. It runs like on Friday nights. Russell's a part of it. I'm still confused. There's something else he does on Thursday nights, but I'm busy. Uh, this is a Moffat. This is a Moffat. Moffat? Wow. Chop might do that just because he likes Moffat. Yeah. I'll tell you he likes Moffat is Kim. Oh, yeah. Every week we've turned on. Where's Moffat? Where's Moffat? Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Custer and Allgaier? That seems like a coin flip. They're both going to be pretty good. That's a coin flip. It it's leans Custer a little bit, but that's – yeah. All right. What about what about Mayer versus Creed there? Hold on, though. Let's go back to Gibbs versus Busher. So if you think Bush. Gibbs is the – I'm sorry, Bush. Um, if if you were going to bet to win the race, I would take the heads up instead. I wouldn't try to get two to one to bring the whole field back in. I'm just going to say it like it is. Like like I think they're racing for the win, but you know racing's racing. They could run into each other, and and Custer can. Like my point is, before I took Bush at two to one, I would just take him over Gibbs. And if I like Gibbs at two and a half to one, I would just bet him over Bush. I mean, I, it's not worth. One and a half times more the juice to beat the whole field. I'm sorry. I know they're the heavy favorites, but yeah. I mean, these road course races have been crazy in Xfinity. So I, that was my two cents. Sorry. Creed versus Mayer? Yes. Love Mayer. Ten, ten to one. Ooh. Ten to one in the last, since the beginning of last year. Mayer over Creed. All right. There you have it. Mayer mm-hmm. over Creed in Xfinity and Moffitt over Hemrick. I like Hemrick. Nice kid, but the numbers don't lie. We think Gibbs is the favorite to win the race. He's only plus 250. I, I would take him in the matchup or if you're going to take him. That's my opinion. Um, all right, it's that time of the show. What's the bet? Big movement last week. At the bottom of the barrel, even with a race win on his boats, it's the Chop. Chop gets first bet. All right, Chop, what's the bet? Oh, I absolutely had to bet Elliott, but the problem is I'm too far down in the standings, and three points doesn't get me anywhere. You see the concern. Yes. <laughs> I thought I could get at least a five or something. Mm-hmm. Go over there to the win. I'm going for a win. I'm going for Reddick to win this week. Oh, 23-11. He's fading the owner and betting the driver. I like it. Yep. I like it. 
All right, next up, Trav in minus money. Well, I was going to go with uh, a longer shot, but if you're just going to leave uh, Chase Elliott sitting there for me, then I'll take Chase Elliott for the win. There you go. Elliott, the chase man to win. All right, Professor. Suarez to win. Suarez to win. Everybody's swinging for the fences this week. All those little singles and doubles you guys have been hitting, haven't? All right, I'm going to go repeat. Stage one race winner, plus 350. Back-to-back weeks. Can't believe y'all left it on the board. Yeah, that's a better bet than that. Uh, mm. Left it on the board, kids. Left it on the board. We'll see. Anything else? All right, it's been an efficient week. From the Gambler Chop and Medium Plus Russ, I'm your host, Steve Latart. <laughs> this is Dirty Mode Doe. Get all your action in and may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mode Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.